In Deuteronomy, Moses said, I set before you life and death. Choose life. Moses called God's law the halakha, the way of life. The prophet Sirach and the psalmist in today's psalm are referring back to Moses' words. It's like the 75 manners, good manners in the Quran, the five precepts of right action in Buddhism. Moses teaches us the art of living. Centuries later, on another mountain, Jesus added something. He called us not just to follow the rules, but to grow a character. He turned morality into a spiritual practice. Now, for context, three areas, three eras of Western civilization have held different moral visions. First came classical Roman religion. Their gods, trapped in their own pride, lust, envy, and rage, practiced deception, violence, and rape. They never rewarded good behavior, never punished bad behavior. They rewarded people for sacrificing goats and punished them if they didn't pay up. Now we become what we worship. So in Rome, masters had the legal right to rape their servants. 400,000 people were slaughtered in the Colosseum for the entertainment of the masses. Crowds thrilled to watch runaway slaves devoured by lions. Next came Judeo-Christian morality. Moses' God cared about right and wrong. He called it righteousness, which means right relationships. It was about justice and mercy. Deuteronomy, I command you to be open-handed toward those who are poor and needy. Leviticus, the alien who resides among you shall be as the citizen. You shall love the alien as yourself. Isaiah, do good, fight oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's cause. That's the law. Then Jesus spiritualized Moses' law, making it an inner thing. Don't just refrain from killing, refrain from hating. Don't just refrain from adultery, refrain from looking at another person as someone to exploit. Don't just keep your oaths, live the truth. Then the modern age took a sharp turn away from Jesus, starting with Nietzsche's book, Beyond Good and Evil. The very words right and wrong became taboo. Modern morality rejects all that. Modern morality is being true to ourselves by rejecting any standards of right or wrong. Now, we don't have to read the scholarly books because philosophy oddly percolates into pop music lyrics. 
Remember, I've got to be me. I did it my way. I don't care what you say. This is my life. You got to go where you want to go. You got to do what you want to do. Our sovereign self does what it chooses. The absolute principle is that there are no absolute principles. But I beg your patience to allow me a few absolute principles just for today. The Club Q shooting and police beating Tyree Nichols to death, that's wrong. That's the way of death. Russia killing Ukrainian children with missiles. Flint, Michigan, poisoning people with lead pipes, cutting down the Amazon rainforest are wrong. But the St. Francis Center sheltering the homeless, St. Clair Ministries feeding the hungry, Episcopal Migration Ministries welcoming refugees, the Diocese of Jerusalem providing food and medical care to earthquake victims, the park people planting trees in Denver's poor neighborhoods. That's right. It's Bible. It's Moses. It's Jesus. Moses called God's moral standards the way of life, and he said choose life. Morality makes a better world where we all can live. But Jesus took it deeper. Instead of just following the rules, we exercise our hearts in the ways that will liberate our souls for life. Christianity, like other world religions, says that our basic problem is self-absorption. The way of life leads us outside the prison of self. Prayer and meditation helps, but liberation takes more than praying. It happens when we care about others instead of feathering our own nests. The Hebrew word ascetic, translated righteousness, right relationships. Sedek means justice, mercy, and integrity all rolled into one. Now, in the public square today, freedom is often confused to mean doing what I, the sovereign self, please. But America the Beautiful offers a different view of freedom. America, America, God mend thine every flaw. Confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. Mend thine every flaw, don't cover it up in school curriculums. Confirm thy soul in self-control. Our common life depends on our liberty being lived out within the constraints of morality the morality which the world religions teach. Now, we don't want oppressive, stifling rules, but Christian morality isn't oppressive, stifling rules. It's compassionate, generous relationships that set us free from the self-absorption that makes 
us and everyone around us miserable. It's justice rather than license. Doing things our way won't set us free because our will is trapped in anxiety about our self-interest. Real freedom isn't doing what we want, it's doing the right thing. In Isaiah, God says, is this not the is this not the kind of fast I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice, to set the oppressed free, to break every yoke, to share your food with the hungry, and when you see the naked, to clothe them. Then the scriptures say, love your neighbor as yourself. Do not forget to do good and to share with others. For such sacrifices Please, God, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. There are bad acts. Bad acts can be forgiven. We all commit them. That's why we have the confession. But we can forgive them only if we first recognize them as bad. We still need a conscience. As for good acts, the object isn't so that God won't get us. It's so that God will get us. It's to grow into the likeness of Christ who lived and died, not out of self-absorption, but for others. St. John said, we shall be like him. St. Irenaeus said, Jesus became what we are that he might bring us to be what he is. That's why the basic principle of Christian morality is simply this, what would Jesus do? Amen.